What's up, 1515 Ave probably presents the Rundown Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, the official, unofficial podcast of VH1's Love and Hip Hop series. I'm one of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by the lovely and talented Michelle Antoinette. How are you doing, sweetie? I am doing pretty well, counting down the days to my vacation. I know, it's almost here. It's almost that, here. You know, we was doing the pre-show. I was like, that's one thing we got. I was like, oh, we got to figure out a day to do uh, Patreon episodes. <laughs> we probably could just do that in one day. We can yeah, do it next definitely. week. That is cool. Um, episode seven, See You at the Crossroads. This is Crossroads, a waste. This is a waste of a title. Uh, uh, what did you think about this episode? Um, it was a lot going on. Okay. In this episode, and I don't know how I feel about this season. Like, I'm slightly bored, but like, also, like, I'm happy that they're talking about other things, but I'm also like slightly bored. I think I wonder what Mona Scott is feeling because it seems like up until this point, Love and Hip Hop had this formula of, yo, if we want these men to act up, we need to bring in a, you know, the green room decoy, like from work. <laughs> they don't need any of that for Safari and Scrappy to be on their shit. Like, no. this is wild to me. They're like, y'all are just really y'all didn't need a second chick to act up y'all just like no, y'all just did it on y'all on, in, in, I think I'm more perplexed that damn you can't act right for nine months <laughs> like you can't get it to keep it together for like nine months no nah, like, cause Safari is selfish yo Safari is wild it is wild and I and I don't mean to be this way with Erica but I'm like I wonder if there's going to be a time either in her talking head or reunion if, if they have one where she says she takes some responsibility like I shouldn't we uh, we rushed I didn't know this man as well because true, true, true clearly the way he acted the 180 this it's man is just pulled. like what was so different from then to now well what about his characteristics change like sometimes for Bambi I'm like Scrappy has been this way the whole time I have seen Scrappy I think what Scrappy and I bet Erica could could attest to this is Scrappy is amazing when he needs you. The moment he start getting a little hot, he out the door. I was like, I will get into it because I was like, yo. <laughs> All right, we start things off with Spice single release. I guess is what this is. She spent 2020 manifesting blessings for 2021 and she bought a house. She's moved her kids to Atlanta. I really forgot about Nicholas and Nicola Tay. Like, okay. Uh, more focus on her career. Go down there, uh, down there uh, with Shaggy <laughs> and Sean Paul. I'm mad that uh, my, I don't know, I don't think it even corrected it. I think I just was typing so fast. I spelled Sean so bogus. It's S-H-E-A-N. Like, oh, you was like, I'm going to combine all yeah. of it. Uh, she's been, yo, this is wild. She's been in the business since 1999 and hasn't released an official album. That's more than 20 years. How'd that happen? So Yandy and Rashida are there at this, this party and they discuss their recent drama. Rashida, Rashida's still going through family drama with the kids. And I didn't know all the kids had kids, except for like Kai, she said. Right. And then uh, Yandy with Infinity. Yo, we didn't, why do we get Infinity crying? Yeah, and then not get the follow up. The the, the follow up th- doesn't even have to be them having a conversation. Y'all can give us y'all can give us the dramatic music and her packing up and going back to New York. 
Yes, but I want the I want the other half of the conversation. Yo, they. This is why I feel like they could have kept doing what they did because we have complained about. They cut conversations off so short. Case in point, this episode, the Spice and Justin conversation should have went longer. What are you? How did that end there? You don't end right there. Okay, so. Spice enters enter the building with Egyptian vibes. She performs the song Safari's in Jamaican Heaven. Uh, but is <laughs> Safari the only dude at Ladies Night? Even Yes. He, he got yes. a whole family that needs fixing, but he felt like he needed to be out here. Absolutely. Supporting Spice let me ask, Jamaica. Let me ask you something, though. Great. Was Jasmine flirting with Safari asking about the accent? Is that it? Is that it? Is that it? I I don't know if it's a flirt. Y'all gotta let me know if you want. If you ask about an accent, I'm like oh shit, and he's I like don't you want, want bow out of anything that got to do with Safari. <laughs> All right, so Spice introduces Justin, and Safari recognizes him from Love and Hip Hop Production. Justin, Justin's handsome. She she picked he, a good looking one. He remind me of what's the dude? Is it's something Crowder off of a. Uh, I am athlete with Brandon Marshall, that podcast. He kind of looked like old dude. Um, so he compliments her friends for supporting her. And then they do a baby making tongue kiss in front of the yeah, crowd. That was, that was a lie. That was I, a lie. I have questions though. <laughs> How these people complain forever about the editing of a show, about all these things that go down and like, y'all make it look like this. Y'all make it look, how you date somebody from production as if like, and really think they're on the up and up. I, I think I would have my guard up. Maybe that's just me. My See, let me tell you, my whole problem is when they get to their big blow up in the kitchen. And I'm like, <laughs> it's not like you didn't know what she did for a living. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Southview Cemetery. Uh, Amaretta visits her father's grave to let it all out. Her sister Khadijah is there. They have since made amends since uh, smash therapy. Dad was murdered when she was one and she's felt like that's the root of all her problems. She's been alone. She's felt alone all ever since then. Khadijah brings up how her mom was her mom and her father. But Amar- Amaretta says that was only the first half of her life. Even though uh, she says she says that Amaretta agrees to talk to her mom again, feeling that this is what her father would want. So we get a part three in. We'll get we'll get to that apology because I don't think it was a good apology. But <laughs> anytime <laughs> you an apology though, that yeah. was definitely what she was getting, I suppose. What is the purpose of like you? The way Love and Hip Hop does their um their episodes, you be forgetting because I almost I don't remember the light skinned girl's name. Who light skinned girl? The other rapper oh, girl. The other yeah. <laughs> I don't remember no. her name right now. I, I remember young well, baby Tate. Gave her one, one episode. episode of her. Yeah. All right, Axe time. Safari and BK Briscoe, Brasco, whatever. They boys. I don't. When did, so much stuff happened off screen? They want us to believe. He's like, yo, when he bought the ring, I was there. When he proposed, I was. You know, I knew about that. Scrappy joins them for some stress relieving white guy shit. These are scrappy words, not mine. <laughs> and then I have you questions. Know when I first saw that um, axe throwing thing, I was like, "The fuck is this? This seemed like like some shit we don't do." So, but I'm pretty sure we've seen this. Oh no, that was on 90 Day Fiance. I was like, "Haven't I seen this on a date?" So no, and I mean, yeah, like on whatever random show you see, I'm like, "Who? What?" And, I, and you where? know what? I take I w- I will not uh, I cannot say we don't do this because I have black followers on Instagram. You know, somebody I know personally. Who has actually went axe throwing? 
I've no, I'm that. saying yeah, I see it now. But when I first first seen oh, it, yeah, like, oh, months, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, you're right. Like, I was activity is this? I thought the same. I was like, this is dangerous. But but here's the wild part: my brain really did that math and thought to myself, but there's gun ranges, so I'm like, That's and people true. do that for a date sometimes too. Um, how does BK know that Sierra A got rid of her rings and B knows it was for two bracelets and two rollies? Was this on Instagram? Like who? So Sierra's throwing a baby shower. They told they was telling Safari to pick a side, and he was like, oh, "Can we do that?" So uh, Sierra's throwing this baby shower brunch for Erica and Bambi, and Scrappy is just Which learning is a about good this. Idea, considering they was both pregnant at the same time. Yep. Scrappy vents about how Bambi is petty. She's asked him. She asked him to do multiple things, and then gets mad when he doesn't do it quick enough. He's about to release a global record, and that's a full time grind that Bambi needs to understand. I, I need you to. Hey, under- you know it's gonna be a global record. I don't, fam. He's so dumb. Listen, I don't know. I'm not gonna say he's dumb. I think Scrappy thinks we're stupid, and we're gonna get to <laughs> to it later on. Safari has a similar story of giving task, and in return, when he doesn't do it, Erica spazzes by breaking stuff. In this case, a vase, and I'm gonna say vase because I bet you it was expensive. It wasn't no vase. They aren't. <laughs> they aren't talking right now, but he will be at the shower. Scrappy says, <laughs> Scrappy says that these women are only mean to them, but not in public. And BK listening to all this feels like he dodged a bullet, which uh, if you, I don't get it. Man, be all right, whatever. Safari going to Miami is crappy. <laughs> First thing and foremost, about just because that was their relationship doesn't mean that's it was what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's how high, like, hindsight, not hindsight, but tunnel vision meant this guy has. Just like, woo, it could have been me. But then I'm like, but. You might be goofier because they got to the altar. You spent a whole bunch of money in the ring and got nothing. Like, all right. Um, I have a tweet because I was trying to do my due diligence of uh, you know, watching it and having like the love and hip hop Atlanta. What was it called? Search. You know when you put the search the hashtag in and you watch everything go up. Somebody says, "Scrappy, get on my damn nerves, acting like he don't know what's going on with Bambi." This lady been pregnant for the last three to four years. Y'all haven't had time to enjoy each other. You want her to be your mother as well as the mother to all your damn kids. You agree? You feel that? She ain't laugh. Happy birthday, Ahmaud Arbery. Uh, Wanda Cooper, his mother, is praying for those against them. And Jock was amazed. He's like, yo, she could be out, the, you know, calling out the police, doing this, doing that. But she's not doing that. My son tells the crowd to be the solution. And Yandy is happy little Mendeecees is here to see this while Jock wishes his son Amani was here to see this. He meets my my son's son, not son, and doesn't even know where his own son is at. It's a lot of sons. <laughs> Whenever he wants to have a real talk with Amani, uh, his son is nowhere to be, be found. For instance, his son he Amani. He don't want to be on TV. That's why. Yeah, his uh, Amani's friend got into a one of the security guards resulting in a shooting, a shootout. That's how he painted it, but it seems as if um, that the guy maybe threw the shot in the air or whatever he did. To it didn't seem like no. Fortunately, nobody was hurt. So, um, but Amani was still hanging out with this guy. My son said one day it clicked that he started listening to people who were smarter, wiser than him. Yandy introduces Lil Mendeecees uh, to Wanda, Amaz's mom, and she says that. 
Ahmad was kind. He was loved. That was her baby boy. And he would give a person the shirt off his back and, every, and it ends with the group hug. Um, the, yeah, it was a very sweet moment, but I, I really cannot enjoy it the way I'm supposed to because I'm like, all right, now back to the bullshit. Right? That's <laughs> how I feel. I'm like, all right, let's get back to the bullshit. So Sierra meets up with Bambi and Erica who, what did Sierra say? Oysters. I like the fact that she she caught herself messing up. Mama D would have let that shit fly, <laughs> turned into a t-shirt. A shirt, a song. <laughs> yes. Uh, Sierra is excited for this baby shower. Bambi says, Crappy throws out getting a divorce. Then the next day acts as if nothing has happy, happened. She told them that Scrap, she told Scrap that she thinks it's a good idea. She's even contacted a lawyer. She's having a difficult pregnancy and he goes off to Miami to catch a vibe in I mean, the studio. Everybody wants to go to Miami. Uh, we need to we need to like have a PSA <laughs> about Miami. Everybody wants to go to Miami. Oh man. You know why? Because those spirit those spirit trips is cheap. You get a, you get to Miami for twenty nine dollars. Listen, from Georgia. <laughs> oh man. And Erica wonders if pregnancy brings out the worst in men. I think it's just y'all, man. I'm not gonna put that on every man. Because if so, we'd be a lot of divorces and a lot of stressed out women. And it's not the scene. I think there'd be a lot of stressed out women. Yeah. So um Amarata Amaretta decided to have a talk with her mom during a photo shoot. She wasn't ready. Just give me five minutes. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. All right. You could have scheduled this any time. You could have scheduled it after. Could have scheduled yep. it before. You could have said, meet me in an hour before my shoot. Yeah, let's get through. She wasn't ready for her mom, Akila, to give her a hug. She states she doesn't want this, uh, this uh, want to continue being angry. And this is what my problem was. Akila said, I wasn't a perfect mom. I didn't have a blueprint. Let's pause right there. What is a perfect mom? If Nobody we all has. if we all acknowledge that no one's perfect, we got to stop saying I wasn't perfect. Like uh, no shit, we got that. Things happened, and it kind of brandished our trust, and I want to regain it. She's like a lifetime pain of hurt, you know, watching you, you know, for not giving you your father. Then she did what everybody does. Well, not everybody, but too many people do. If I ever hurt you. Or made you feel some kind of way. I apologize. So if you didn't, like, are you apologizing for your behavior or apologizing for how she feels due to your behavior? And I, I think apologize I, that you feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a writer. I'm a writer just like, all right, man, this is probably as close I'm going to get. Let's, when I think of her name, I have to say I'm a writer sour in my head. <laughs> that, yo, that's a <laughs> to great get way it to right. Amaretta. I want to know where the name came from because her mom, I, I, you know, I think her mom would have been Beretta or is something. Is that her government? I think that's what everybody, I think her family called her that. So I, oh. I'm guessing. I mean, we just okay. find well, that we, because I think we knew about this, but Spice, I think for the first time, called herself Grace. Yes. And <laughs> I was like, you are a Grace. How old are you? How old is Spice? Did we ever look up Spice? I mean, just the name Grace. But she's also from the island. So that, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yo, I was thinking today she's 38. Her birthday was August 6th, 1980. Well, happy belated Wait, birthday. If it's 1982, she's supposed to be 39. Maybe they haven't updated this yet. But I was thinking to myself, one day, we probably not going to be on Earth. <laughs> but one day, Keisha is going to be an old lady's name. Yes, it is. <laughs> I was just saying that. And it's so funny because, you know, I talk to customers all day. And I always think about how old the person is when I hear certain names. Yeah. And I go to click and see their age. <laughs> 
<laughs> like when people call in, you be like, you sound too young to be like a Carolyn. Yeah. And I would go click and be like, yep, you about 50. That makes sense. Yeah. You start, de- start th- doing the math. Like, yeah, okay. All right. yeah, that that name still was hot back then. Mm-hmm. Tommy Lee, they say is age 37. I ain't know that. Okay. <laughs> Scrappy meets with Bambi in her store is what I had to put because I'm like, what is going on here? And it was a store, I guess. I think the name was House of Shimmer. She but puts. What is she selling? I don't know. <laughs> no, I really don't know. I'm like, I didn't. Maybe I was too focused on the scene, but I didn't see products unless maybe they weren't out yet. Or again, I just wasn't paying attention. I'm like, what is this store? You know what's about? weird about Love and Hip Hop? Uh, I've heard the rumor that they don't shoot in these people's real homes. Uh, for whatever reason, maybe their house is not big enough to be shot in or they don't want people to know where they live. But it really becomes apparent when they have couples meet at a store where y'all could have had this conversation in the morning. At the crib, <laughs> yes. She puts it all out there. Uh, she says, I'm not supposed to be picking up kids. And Scrappy was there to fight because he was already ejected. Yo, I think they record at Rashida Crib. They probably do. That house looked too homely, like people live there. Yeah. He didn't want to hear her gripes. He says, I do things all the time. She brings up Miami. He says, well, I got to go down there because that's where my label is, and I got to record down there. Is Scrappy dumb? Is Scrappy, does Scrappy think she's stupid? Like, bruh, we, you can record anywhere. What are you anywhere, talking about? Stop playing these games. So she brings up extra stuff that doesn't even involve work, like drinking and smoking. He says, oh, it does if I do it in the studio, and then I come home and sleep it off. And she's like, that's great, because I don't get to sleep. I got to wake up. I got I got to work 24 hours while you out here kicking it. And then he said, well, sometimes I get up and I see the baby sleeping. So I'm like, you having a peaceful night? She's like, you think? I was, I was like, y'all was doing this tip. Y'all have been together too long to do tip for tat. It is way, like, listen to somebody else's problems. And then try to address those issues. And then if you have issues, bring it up later. But don't be like, yo, and, and then, oh, you want to talk about that? But what about this? Like, y'all ain't going to get nowhere. He tried to claim the shop. And Bambi says she had money when they met and had money when his lights were turned off. She brings the table and scrappy little self. And I see, stop doing that. This why, this why, this why short dudes but don't like the da- but This why short dudes don't like dating tall girls because they they play that card. Um, uh, yo, shout out to K Michelle too because she's like his little self is shake. Did she say? Oh yeah, pulled- the reference was great. Yeah, she's like he pulls his little self up to it and then starts shaking the table. Scrappy said uh, acknowledges he stopped being a good husband two months ago. And she don't want him at the baby shower due to his energy and tells he him to leave. Specifically when he stopped being a great husband. Like exactly two months ago, I made a conscious decision, decision to piss you off. <laughs> to piss you the fudge off. Like what is what is going and on again, here? These two are having problems with none and of the mamas in the picture. None of the mamas. And Scrappy just be so childish to me sometimes. Yeah. Like this whole conversation just ugh. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I'm like women empowerment or something, but it's just like, do you hear yourself, sir? Like all these fucking excuses. Tons of them. Uh, the problem is y'all ain't had a time to be married because the whole time yeah. y'all been married, y'all been pregnant. Yeah, that that's the biggest problem, and and neither one of them acknowledging it. Just like and it is weird because they've they've had these problems. It's been a quote unquote vicious cycle, but. They instead of fixing the problems, he just gets her pregnant again. I'm yeah, like, what that's like they they forgive each other for a night, have some bomb ass sex, and then she pregnant. 
Because I'm like, I feel like if y'all look up and realize y'all went through the motions, but I'm not sure if y'all really feel each other that much. Yeah. I feel like y'all went from like dating to she was pregnant to getting married to being pregnant to having problems to having to ha- to getting pregnant. Like it's just one of them forever lasting girlfriends and boyfriends that kept going. Didn't I I think I remember Bambi selling bundles. But I her I, hair used to be late though. I ain't gonna hold you. I think that's but what still she, be late. I think that's maybe but that that uh, she gotta be you don't go to a whole shop for this. <laughs> there gotta be more than just that there. I feel like she should have lip gloss. Yeah. Yep. All right. So we go to Spice's home and she tells Justin that she is ready to go back on the road during this pandemic relationship and wants to make sure they are ready for that change. Uh, I don't think they are because Justin doesn't want her to see her dancing and or grinding on somebody else. Acknowledges that she has sexually provocative music, uh, what she calls fuck music, but she needs to watch what you what she does because she's not single and she has to calm that shit down. I'm just going to say from the clips that were shown in that segment, not one of them showed her dancing on anybody. I mean, she was grinding and whining and humping the floor. No more whining. No actually. more whining. He said that specifically. <laughs> that's the whole dance of reggae. Like, that's the whole But the culture. problem with it is you knew who she was. Before, yes. But also, I'm like, I don't see what the problem is. I don't either. You're going to have to let artists be artists, creators create. Or you gonna have to like I really I was ready for Spice to be just on some whatever then kick rocks like I, I was I was but she spice. like him she's in love <laughs> I still wouldn't change I'm like sorry you know you gonna either have to deal with this I don't really know what to tell you yeah it's just um, yo and here's the wild too at what stage can you make demands right and I understand relationships move at a different pace for different people but pandemic relationship. Is he already does he already live with y'all? I know the kids have already met him. That's wild. Uh, uh, but <laughs> How many months has it been? I mean, obviously, let's see. What what have we seen? We can't really tell what with her because they could have shot this before, but we know that they were shooting pretty quickly. I mean, pretty like uh, this year. And does he still work for production? Exactly. That's what I want to know. I want to know. And is, how is this not like a conflict of interest or something? Yeah, y'all allowed it. Like, the, 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 like remember when we was, when we. Did they have to go to HR? <laughs> My thing is, remember when we, uh, that, I keep saying we, but when Basketball Wives came out, a lot of people got introduced to the fact that cheerleaders are not allowed to date the ball players, right? They're not allowed to go up to them. Like, ball players could come to them, but you ain't, you, you can't shoot your shot. So, does Love and Hip Hop not have this? And there be in that couldn't that be a conflict of interest if you hire up to be like we are gonna get you more screen time because that's gonna give you more checks and right and do we know that he didn't want to be a star? A lot of questions that uh, <laughs> whoever hosting listen throw Nikki the bag. Real Housewives don't really need her. Y'all need her more than they need her. Uh, Jack found Amani. <laughs> I don't know where he found his son. Uh, Amani lost his job. Because him and his cousin got into an altercation. Jock tells him bad decisions start to add up. His friend almost lost his life by putting hands on a security guard. And Amani says, I can't just cut people off like that, especially people I love. Jock tries to get Amani to see it from his point of view and how close Amani was to losing his own life. Amani says, listen, I see your frustration, but 
uh, I'm not going against you and you ain't trying to you trying to use television to make me look bad. He storms off and Jock is done with the scene. He says he's never been disrespected by a son like this. Uh, I believe his son was flipping off the cameras. Do you think he was flipping off his dad? I feel like he was flipping off both. Well, well, I'll give I'll give Amani this. He might not be making the best decisions, but that was a smart one. If you go flip off a parent, make sure there's plenty of distance between <laughs> y'all, <laughs> so that said parent can act, get you. You like you have to make this up this trek up this hill. Do we think that Jock was like really coming from a genuine fatherly place, or or I mean he could, and also because he wanted this to be something on TV. I think it was two birds one stone. I okay. think I think he wanted to do both. Uh, but I don't listen. A lot of the things play into it because outside looking in, somebody could say, Jock, how much parenting did you do <laughs> before you got to this point? You know, I want the kid to watch this. They're like, boy, you got to really be hands on. You can't be coming at the kid when he's 20 and he's like, fam, I have right. seven brothers and sisters. You weren't right. really, you couldn't be there as much as you could because maybe if he was, things could have played out different. He might not even had that friend. So. That's- but I don't think Amani is equipped or Amani feels that way to bring that up. Or if they did, they probably would edit that part out. <laughs> if he did, say, like, man, you weren't even around. Now you want to be around when the TV cameras are on. Yeah, he definitely could have. All right, this baby brunch shower. Fam, gas price ain't cheap. The fact that y'all be arrived, but maybe they got rides. You know, the car, the, the love of hip-hop Uber picks them up. Scrappy arrived separately from Bambi, and I think Safari did the same. <laughs> I was going to say, where are you going with can't say cheap, but I get it. Uh, Kirk had this Chester Cat smile on his face. He's like, finally. The drama I, ain't on me. He had his arms crossed. He was giving pep talks. Don't quit, man. You can't quit. <laughs> like, what? what? You gotta uh, make it work, man. Yo, man. So, Safari Scrap. Oh, then, when they started talking about how they, yo, our women are this and this, Rashida was like, your girls are pregnant. I don't care about them being pregnant. I said, y'all are wildin'. Wildin'. Safari had Erica cancel the Miami family getaway. And he's he's like, yo, cancel your ticket. He didn't cancel all anyway. So Yandy and Mandisi's, Mandisi's, you're my man, 50 grand and all, but what are you wearing? Why you got on a sweater and why you got a backpack on? He had a he listen, so many people He's are a pregnant. New so many people were pregnant. I thought he had like baby bottles and diapers in his I was like, wait, Yandy ain't got no why you got this backpack? Erica tells Rashida and Yandy that Safari text her that he will forever put himself before her. And they was like, text? Yo, yeah, I want to see that pic that screenshot. I- they I don't said, know. I kind of believe Safari. Oh, yeah. I, I don't put it past him, but, you know, I still want to see it. They was like, yo, y'all was arguing. He was like, she was like, no, nah, I told him to get some pampers and milk. Safari says, listen, I hear her talking her mess back there. I ain't here for the energy. I'm finna go to Miami. I got to get away. I got to catch that vibe scrap he was talking about. Breezy. I'm out. Yo, you know what I don't like? I don't like you leaving on some whatever type talk mess. And then you got to make an announcement. You ain't got to make yes. no speech. Just leave. You have that whole outro. Breezy. Like, fam, you can just go. Lame. The fact that that was too much for Scrappy was a lame. Scrappy's like, fam, just stay and don't say nothing. You ain't got to do all that. <laughs> Erica Hart says her, it feels like her heart has been torn out and this was the message she needed. Not really, because next week you see her talking about some, do you want to be here or not? I said, fam. Because huh? we give men so many chances. <sighs> Kirk 
said, I think yeah, Kirk said, yo, you know, Scrappy, y'all did go back to back. And I guess he was insinuating the kids. Bambi tells Rashida she's done. And Bambi, Rashida's like, yo, just make sure you do what's good for you. And Kirk, because, uh, uh, what was it? Rashida, I thought Rashida, Bambi didn't wear the rings. And Scrappy said, oh, she ain't wearing hers, ain't wearing mine. <laughs> and that's what Kirk was like, don't quit. Man, you got you to gotta hang in there. And that's how the episode ended, y'all. That, that was it. Oh, my God. I wanted to see what the spread was like at this baby shower. So, yeah. so far, what episode are we on? This is seven. So far, I feel like we're like halfway through the season. Okay. I mean, yeah, the season. What What are we thinking? Is this is this a formula they need to keep up for next season, or should they like resort back to Ratchet? Listen, I don't mind. Here's here's the problem. Um, was it uh variety is the spice of life? I don't <laughs> need two two storylines where the pregnant woman and their partner are going at it i don't need three storylines of women rappers trying to make it in the industry and i don't need three storylines of women uh, or that woman in, in particular but just rashida amaretta and yandy having family issues like y'all can mix y'all can mix it up so if you gave me like one or two maybe of each of that of each but of uh, maybe one of them could have uh or two could double up then you could throw in some ratchet in the love triangle. That'd be, that'd be a fully formed show. I Yo, feel like, and some people can have two storylines going on at once. That's true. I feel like they just say one storyline per person. Like Rashida, and I don't want to say this because I feel like she had enough marital problems. Oh, sis. But Rashida having problems with Kirk and having problems with her family. Like a double whammy at one time. How do you really cope and deal yeah. with that? And I forgot Sierra got family problems too. Like, y'all, y'all, it's like four or oh, five shit. family problems. I forgot about They ain't came back to that since no. like episode three. I'm like, yo, y'all don't have no extra, no other stuff going on. You know what's weird too? Reality TV does this. I remember we I had this issue with Scandal. As far as Scandal would never, would rarely ever, outside of Olivia, show people at home. It was like everybody at the office. Olivia is the only one that y'all get to see. <laughs> Live her life at her house, eating popcorn, drinking wine, and some shit go down. I mean, Nutty- technically, Millie and Fitz, because the White House was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's true, too. Uh, everybody else, you guys are like NPCs <laughs> in a video game. Y'all don't only exist. See at, them at the office. Yeah, y'all don't exist unless Olivia needs you. And reality TV does this. That's which, because it ain't our point of view to see. Yeah. Uh, reality TV does it as far as. It's hard to watch these people live lives but don't have jobs. And then they would tell me, and the worst is when you watch them and then they claim they have money problems. And I'm like, don't you? I'm watching you work right now. Is your, what, where do you get your check? Like, what's they going on? The more money, more problems. You, you ain't never lie. <laughs> you ain't never lie. All right, next time, Yandy invites the crew. I didn't get to see all who was coming to Dubai to renew vows. Dubai ain't nothing but a. Uh, the middle east las vegas and that's a long yeah, ass trip much. that is a long trip to go all the way out there uh safari is in miami with trick daddy trick daddy is not, i love trick daddy to a to an extent but i don't know if i'll go to trick daddy for advice never going to <laughs> trick for advice have you not watched him but i cook food if i was like trying to get my my, my grill my cook on up uh, yeah i feel like he could he, could, he cooks the food but for relationships he can probably advise me on that but unless he tell I'm not me going what, for no relationship advice tell me what, what? not to do Erica's home is burglarized, and that should have been enough to be like, "Yo, you in Miami? I'm getting robbed. You should have been here with you with the family. Love should have brought you home." But 
Love should have brought you home last night. Cue it up. <sighs> and then Jock loses loses it on a body. And that's and that that that's Yeah, he went a little a little cuckoo right yeah, there. Yeah, I feel like he was trying to get us a gif. <laughs> Yo, I'll be looking Yeah, at, I was like, was that necessary? Yo, when y'all angry? watch 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 Love and like Love and Hip Hop, Real Housewives, them women be going for gifs and they talking heads. I'm like, I can see it. Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> they do. All right, news and rumors. You've right. been watching Real Housewives episode? No, I have not seen that one. I like when you watch reality TV, though. <laughs> it's so great. Because you be just like, because it, it's not love and hip hop, it's all new and fresh to you. So you be excited. Oh, I really, yeah. It. That Monique season, y'all, I, I, that was on equal opposite. Y'all got to go back. <laughs> I feel like you should be watching this season. Yo, all right. So, uh, sidetracking us. Giselle made a colorism comment to Wendy, said you should be in the servant quarters or whatever I saw. I heard about that. Did you catch? Wait, what? You didn't see this? Or you didn't pay attention? Like Giselle has said something about Wendy in the servant quarters last night. I think it was last night's episode. And then was last night episode, but I don't remember her saying that. Uh, I saw it this morning on one of these little message boards. Let's see if I can pull it up. Yeah, okay. So, pull it up. Um, did anyone else catch what Giselle said? Uh, she wondered how Wendy was doing in the servant quarters. I was taken a little aback with the whole colorism conversation going on amongst viewers. It had me looking at Giselle with a side eye. Maybe she was just talking and didn't realize how it was coming off. I was like, maybe that's what it is. Okay. I don't even remember her saying it. Somebody said she mentioned it or something about the cottage house several times. Oh, that's. <laughs> I don't think that had anything specifically okay. to do with Wendy. They were okay. So when they went on their trip, they had two homes. One was like this really big mansion, and it only had four bedrooms. And so the girl who was hosting it got like a second house, but it was more like a little cottage. And so they was kind of making it a joke like the servant, like where your butlers and then would sleep. Yeah. Compared to being to, in the big house. But I don't feel like that was, I could be wrong. I don't remember. I didn't feel like that was directly towards Wendy. I just think they were saying because that house was smaller. Because Wendy's there who's dark skinned. The uh, Askelly, I forget, I can't pronounce her name. I don't remember. I apologize. She's also a dark skinned woman. And then Karen's light skinned. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? You got a variety of shades. So I don't think she meant it in that way. Yeah, somebody said, isn't the servant quarters inside the house? So if it was color was on crack, it wouldn't make any sense. Giselle is from the South. Yes, they say country shit. Just say y'all not familiar with the culture because y'all sound dumb trying to make that into a colorism crack. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's talk. Let's start off with last week. So Yandy and Mendeecees had to respond to the backlash they received for how they were treating Infinity. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Fans of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta are not happy with Yandy Smith and her husband, Mendeecee Harris. Uh, folks are calling the couple out for what they call mistreatment of Yandy's adopted daughter. After the episode, Mendeecee posted a picture of himself with his biological trip children and captioned it Good morning, Instagram. So many personalities on this couch, but yet they all have a little bit of me in them. Laugh out loud. I laugh because they crazy. And also, Sweetheart's Best of Both Worlds. It didn't take long for fans to point out that he didn't include Infinity. They have also been dragging him for being so cold towards Infinity. In his defense, he said fans don't know the whole story. Another thing, too, he said, y'all don't know that y'all don't 
have the whole story out of respect for her. However, have a wonderful day. Somebody brought up the fact that from what we gathered, Ben DC doesn't have a relationship with Infinity. Right. Like she's new to him. Uh, and then Yandy says, you're crazy. Well, somebody said, why y'all doing a little shorty dirty? Shoddy dirty. Uh, all she wanted someone to love her and Yandy was doing that until you got out. Why can't y'all see her pain? And yes, Yandy is responsible for her. Don't give up on her like y'all is. And then Yandy said, you're crazy with a bunch of crying, laughing emojis. You don't bring a whole person on your family with your toddler children, love them, feed them, clothe them, cry with them, and so much more I won't share for a game. You have no idea of anything. Clout on a TV show that I helped create? It's back-to-back weeks. She's been telling us this is her show. Nope, <laughs> never. And the, this season specifically, I was surprised when she wanted to have this conversation with cameras. I most certainly would have preferred it to be private because of the sensitivity of it all. Again, you have no idea of everything and I will protect it forever. But I know she reads y'all dumbass comments, so I have to put this one to bed. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's one story from last week. So are they even in a good space right I, now? Yeah, we didn't. You know what? Maybe they couldn't do it for what they shot. So maybe that's why mm-hmm. she couldn't say anything. Uh, another thing that came up last week, we talked about this a little bit, was is Lamar Odom flirting with Carly Red's daughter, Jasmine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, somebody said this conversation with Carly's daughter and Lamar is uncomfortable. Another fan pointed out Jasmine Carly daughter looked like she was flirting with Lamar instead of pressing him about her mom. Carly daughter trying to steal Lamar. I don't think she was taking bets on how long it'll be before we hear Lamar trying to bag Carly's daughter. I don't know if it's editing or what, but once they met, it was ooh. So I didn't get that vibe from Jasmine. We just only talked about him saying like I'm handsome. That was about it. But I, did you get a vibe from Jasmine? You flirt? know what? I didn't get it like specifically. I just felt like that's kind of her personality, like the way she talked when she get around guys, because she even did it and on the reunion show with um who was that Jock uh, son who was trying to holler? Yeah. It's just a, it's her talk. She has like a flirty tone to her. So I feel like maybe that's what people see. I don't think she did it intentionally, but her tone is like, oh, are you like huh? Yeah. Happy anniversary to Ray J and Princess Love. They celebrated their fifth anniversary thursday august 12th i'm like y'all been through a lot in five years really uh so uh i think ray j posted this on his ig story said happy anniversary five years today i love you for life at princess love norwood and fans who don't keep up were like were surprised like y'all still together i really said the same thing (laughs) i was like well look at that still working it out they listen they are they have not they have dropped the ball they should have been getting the look that uh Iman and Tiana are getting. I can see Safari. I can see Princess and Ray J having their own reality show together and raising their kids and living their little life. They got enough person well Ray got enough personality. But I guess, you know, look, Princess would be the straight woman. She plays off of Ray. Ray got enough energy for everybody. <laughs> he does. It, it works. <laughs> and then you have Brandy stop by as the neighbor or whatever. They could have they could have had their own show. They could uh, have what else we have? We'll end with this. Erica Mena admits to trashing Safari stuff. Remember that uh <laughs> that picture where Safari's like, yo, she damaged thirty thousand dollars of my 
yes. uh, closed. So according to new legal docs, docs obtained by TMZ, the love of hip hop star admits she damaged her now estranged husband's personal items toward the end of her pregnancy, but she blames her anger on numerous acts of infidelity. <clears throat> Erica's already trying to clean up the mess she caused in the docs. She says she's already sent Safari a cool $4,000 to cover some of the damage. Uh, Okay, but Safari claims Erica did thirty thousand dollars worth of damage. I'm like, what's that foe supposed to do to that thirty? I mean, thanks, but yeah, Safari payment must... plan. That's okay. You know, you yeah. gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, like I, I really wish I knew the name of that payment plan thing that shows up when you're on any site, <laughs> and it's like it's four easy payments. You Clear like enough. Yo, the funny part is it'll do it for anything. Something yes. was like ten dollars, like four easy payments or two dollars. I'm like, bro, I got it. I don't need to. Split, <laughs> I don't need to split this up. I promise you. <laughs> if I do, I need to reevaluate. It's like, yo, come three more payments. This little ten dollar watch go be mine. Like what? Uh, phone case, I should say. That's more be like ten bucks. All right. So that is the episode. Hope you enjoyed it. You could tweet me at one and only. You could tweet Shell. At Sexy Show, you can follow me on Twitter. And you can follow me on Instagram. No, <laughs> that was so wrong. And you can follow me on Snapchat. I miss with the Z Shell. It's crazy because there's a rhythm to this. It is. <laughs> so I don't awesome. know. It just disappears from my mind every so often. <laughs> Make sure you follow the website 5050 to have. Check out other podcasts, uh, Studio Flow. Oh, we ain't do Studio Flow yet this week. RBU, two episodes of Slurring the Truth. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they're like, putting in work. Yeah. They are. I was like, y'all back to back to back. Uh, uh, equal opposites. We just did that. No equal opposites this week. Shell is going to be on vacation. Yes, Lord. Uh, so we will. Y'all go go to the equal opposites for that. <laughs> so I was like, we might do a little something before we we start recording. Uh, support on Patreon. Rate, review, subscribe. Until next time, guys. I say peace. She says. Bye.